Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like they say, it's supposed to favor the underdog. How about CJ Baxter on this one? There's no way. Actually, there is. He is that guy. 30, 20. Someone's coming for him. Nobody's going to get him. Touchdown, Edgewater. He had his chance to walk away a winner, but Mr. Brady wanted to win twice. And guess what happens? You lose your wife. And watch this. He slows down here just to make him miss as well. Gives him the stiffy of all stiffies. And kill seven seconds. But a flag's on the field. The ball's loose. And it's going back the other way. It was picked up and it's taken in by DJ Hardy. Game over. Northside calls it. Live from Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Sports Scene with Jesse O. Oh, lick a nut and call me Smithy. Yep, it's me, Jesse O. Welcome, everyone, to the sports scene on iHeartRadio and iHeartRadio Podcasts, presented by First Bet. We've got a great show for you, so hold on to yourself. Our special guests are two good friends of the show, one making his return and the other for the first time. Connor Delaney, who is our golf analyst, makes it back, but this time he's going to go head-to-head against our pal Danny Young, who is our Oregon iHeartRadio insider on all things Ducks. But first, please welcome back our dynamic duo of a sock and a door handle. Of course, you know I'm talking about my favorite color analyst, Mr. Alvin Delvey. Oh, geez. Oh, no. The other one is back as well. The resident couch correspondent Max Ronquillo is back, and Alvin might want to duck and cover. Always good to have you both with me. And before we get into our top five sports stories for the week, you know I have one question for you. And Max, this week we're starting with you. The question is a little bit of a history question here. In 1967, the United States Air Force conducted a top secret project called Operation Top Hat. What was the mission and who were the unexpected participants? The participants were the the UK and obviously us. And I'm going to have to go with Japan. That's a great guess. No. Was that close on any of them? No, absolutely not. Oh. Um, Alvin. Is it people? Way outside the box. It's not people, per se. Oh, countries? Okay, uh, let's go. It might not uh, even be countries. It might not even be like a physical entity of a nation. I want to think, like, all right, let's go like NASA. That's also a great guess. Let's go NASA. But, um, oh, all right. I'm sorry. I just had to cut you off there because I knew you guys were going to both be instantly correct. Because this one, this one is crazy. So Operation Top Hat involved testing the durability of hats for high jumping parachute jumps. The unexpected participants were chickens, each adorned with a specifically designed hat. The experiment aimed to study the effects of high altitude jumps on the hats and by extension, on the protective gear worn by parachuting pilots. So the chickens with their fashionable headgear unwittingly contributed for advancements in aviation safety. So they just tossed the chickens out of planes and monitored the hats as they went down. Where was PETA? I don't think that the chickens probably lived at the end of the experiment, (laughs) but that was the experiment. So Max, there's your history lesson for the week. How are you feeling about it? Yeah. I know the European nations, they're, they're all about hoods on their, on their chickens. So I guess the U.S. <laughs> had to um, experiment with <laughs> Oh, Okay, well, you know. Wow. 
All right, I guess it's time for the top five sports stories. Oh, man, this is going to be a heinous episode. This is going to be bad. Okay, well, this is the episode, boys. We're going all the way. All right, here we go. Our number five sports story, (laughs) women's basketball for you, Alvin. Stop laughing, please. The UConn women's basketball team experienced a significant drop in the AP Top 25 rankings, landing at 17, marking their lowest ranking in 30 years. This ends a remarkable 357-week streak of being in the top 15, the second longest in AP poll history. The Huskies' descent follows their first-ever loss to Texas, with the Longhorns moving up to number 5 in the latest poll. UConn, now 4-3 and three on the season, faced tough competition with losses to Texas, UCLA, and NC State, all now in the top 5. For our number 4 sports story... By just every measure, the NBA in-season tournament has been a success, Alvin. Ratings for group play games on ESPN and TNT averaged 1.5 million viewers, according to the league, a 26% increase over the comparable dates in 2022. Group play games on local TV were up 20% over the same period. Attendance also seemed to get a boost, with the NBA reporting an average of 18,206 per game last month, including tournament and non-tournament games, its highest November figure ever. The league also reported a November record high of 3.9 billion video views across NBA's app and social media channels. What do you think? I love it. I think Adam Silver has been, he's been cooking for a while because he started off with the bubble, or not the bubble, the the play-in tournament. And I think that was a, it was a test to see if, if they if the people will react, if the market will react to new things in the NBA, and it was a success, immediate hit. And from there, he's just been tinkering with the product, which is the regular season. It's been monotonous. 82 games is a lot of games, and it's hard to get players to be up and try to play the entirety of the season. So to have an in-season tournament earlier, we thought that it was going to be a problem or not enough incentive to have 800000 or whatever it was, two guys that are making millions, but it turns out that all they needed was just a little bit of a juice to feel like they are winning something. And these are top competitors in the world, so they're finding any reason to compete, and I think they're doing just that. Obviously, the numbers speak for itself. We think about the way sports betting has increased just in general, and then you have guys playing their tail off how it's playing in the NBA so far. It's been a huge success for fans, for players. Coaches are getting good looks at their guys. So I think we're probably going to get one of the best postseasons we've seen in a very long time, even though last season seemingly was exactly what we were saying was the best postseason in a very long time. So I think we're going to have a lot of progression. Adam Silver's cooking. Wait, what's the reward for $500,000? Oh, it's just a lot for like the yeah. guys that are like the Giannis's or the Steph Curry's or even the Jason Tatum's of the world. But for those the guys 9, 10, 11, 12 on a roster who are making maybe 1.5 million, that's yeah. a third of their paycheck right there. Yeah. Yeah. That gets added I on. So, so yeah, you're playing so you're playing for the guys on the end of the bench. And one thing I did talk about with Coach Paul McKeskey a few weeks ago was we're hoping that one day this incurs playoff implications as yeah. well. We'll get to that on a future date. Our number three sports story. The decision on Shohei Otani's destination for the 2024 season is anticipated to be announced very soon here. My only analysis from this is he's probably going to make a big freaking signing with the Angels. I've said this before. I was the first one to say it. it. I tweeted about it. And I said this such a long time ago that he'll probably end up staying with the Angels because, right, he wants to make a legacy. And going to the Dodgers, they will probably win. Actually, probably not. Let's be real with myself. (laughs) But... Otani doesn't want to take the easy route. He's not that guy. He's the guy who wants to put the team, the city, everyone on his back, and he wants to do it with the best of the best. And the best of the best is Mike Trout. And they're going to keep Mike Trout. And if they keep Mike Trout, they're going to get. They're going to keep this guy. Maybe they're going to do some sneaky, just throw all the, um, the bells and whistles and you know everything at the next guy. Maybe they're going to get that Japanese picture pitcher who's going to come over. Who knows? The Angels love to spend money for no reason. So maybe they get Otani. Maybe they get that Japanese pitcher. So they're both best buddies. And that would be one of the craziest things that this market has ever seen. And I guarantee you, they're going to be, the Angels will be nasty next year if they do so. When we look back at this year, when we look back at this offseason, I bet you it's going to be a lot more exciting than we ever thought it was going to be. I agree. I think it would be crazy if they got Trout and Otani and Yamamoto all on the same team. That'd be freaking wild. Our number two sports story. We're sticking with Max here. Max, 
Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence sustained a right high ankle sprain during the team's 34-31 overtime loss to the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday night. The injury is not expected to require surgery. And when asked about Lawrence's availability for Sunday's matchup against the Cleveland Browns, head coach Doug Peterson didn't rule him out, but avoided placing a timeline on his return. Obviously, you, me, and Alvin have a little text chain going. You said you will not watch football for the rest of the year. Is that true? Now the bet for me and Alvin just looks a little bit better every single day. Let's go, Alvin. Max, what do you have to say for yourself? That was just a moment of silence for my heart. <laughs> for I, I, for the I hope, okay. oh. let me Let me just preference this, audience. I'm lost for words. Like I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth next. It was one of the most disappointing things I've ever seen in sports since 2017 Dodgers versus Astros Game Seven. Um, yeah, it, 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 and that's when I had to just take a step away from baseball because it was just so depressing. That's how that's I had that exact same feeling uh, Monday night um, because that was an easy walk in the park type win. Jake Browning did play amazing football to give him that. Um, the defense, the Jags defense, did not look great. Christian Kirk was injured on the first play of the game. And, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he's he's the heart of the team. He's the heart of Duval Nation, and he is the heart of my heart, actually, if we're speaking about that. and and He's got your heart, Max. He does. No, seriously. I mean, I, I've rode with this guy for a, a while now. He's been on my fantasy team. I signed him for a four-year contract right when I draft him. So I have him for another year. And I will still ride with the Jags, of course. And... I know for a fact that Trevor Lawrence will be back because that's how much this guy competes. He's gonna he's gonna make a return, hopefully not this coming week. Just rest him. We rise again, and I, and I know and I know Trevor Lawrence is a man who will rise again. You made him sound like he was dead. <laughs> yeah, was like, he'll like, be he back in a few weeks. Like like, I mean, yeah. they didn't have a cart for him. They they literally like had him like this walking in for like. They a, walked him all thing. the way to the locker room they with a high him ankle for sprain. Two miles. He <laughs> basically did a beer mile walking there. How are you playing at home? You don't got a cart for this guy, and and you're meaning that he's supposed to be okay with a high ankle sprain? <laughs> what the heck, dude? That's mad disrespect, but that just shows you, man. If he's gonna walk there and he's already standing this, today during media day, and he's like, "Yeah, we have the best training staff of all time." Listen, I have full faith in my quarterback. I have full faith in my team. It's not looking great, but when does it? We'll see in the playoffs. All right, we'll in see you in the playoffs, Max. Yeah, yeah. Alvin, the San Francisco 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel secured the NFC Offensive Player of the Week award for his outstanding three-touchdown performance against the Philadelphia Eagles in Week 13. Samuel played a pivotal role in the 49ers' victory, which they won 42-19, to contributing two receiving touchdowns, totaling 116 yards on four catches and adding a rushing touchdown with 22 yards on three carries. I think he's the best utility player in the league. I think he's still, you know, a runner up for maybe a wide receiver in the league because we all know Tyreek Hill might actually eclipse 2000 yards this season. And for me, I don't know why. And I love him with all my heart. I love Brock Purdy with all my heart, but I don't know how Brock Purdy is the favorite to win MVP when Tyreek Hill might break 2000 receiving yards in a season. I think Tyreek Hill is the MVP and that's coming for me as a 49ers fan. What about this all-time performance by Debo Samuel, who was talking smack the entire offseason on the Philadelphia Eagles, going into pregame against the Eagles. He's literally saying, we are going to go into your house and we're going to kick your ass. And they went on their field and kicked their ass. The 49ers, I think they are the best team in the NFL right now, just solely based off of the sheer physicality that they play with up front. Obviously, we know how good they are on the defensive line, we know how stout they are on the offensive line. We, we know the type of time that Brock Purdy has. But then most importantly, we, we were talking about Debo this week. Earlier in the season, it was McCaffrey. You know, and then randomly, Ayuk, when I don't have a parlay on Ayuk, he's going to give you a couple touchdowns. He's going to give you more than 67.5 <laughs> yards, and you can bet the over and hit your parlay. But when I do it, it doesn't work. But I, it's tough. But Ayuk is phenomenal. So you have so many different guys that you're thinking of. And I'd even mention Kittle because somehow, some way, he'll randomly have a game where he exploded for three tutties. So you look at the divisions. For some odd reason, 
I'll be completely honest. I, I don't know if the 49ers win the Super Bowl this year. I don't know what it is. With the best team. Like, they literally smacked the team that was yeah, in the Super no, Bowl no, last but year. But what's the justification for that? take you can't just throw a take out without justifying it i just i just want to get max to, to ask me to speak more I, that's all i wanted but yeah, oh he baited you max and you ah, yeah. no 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 fair enough max <laughs> fell for it oh no, no, no. no we're listen, gonna be here when you forever now interesting for once you're allowed to speak more so go ahead hook <laughs> yeah. line sing all right so pretty much we we've seen how when everyone's doing their thing we see them they're the best team in the league Right. But then how this is the exact same roster they've had all year, but they have losses. Right. Like that doesn't make sense. Like you, you the, during those losses, the only thing that happened was health. If you don't have yeah. all of those guys there and I'm not saying Brock Purdy is not that guy. Like I'm not trying to start that narrative, but I do believe football is a nasty game. The physicality that they play with, something is going to snap, crackle, and pop. So that's why I don't I don't know. I would say if they're healthy, they win the Super Bowl. But if they're not healthy, I, I can't see it. So the biggest thing stopping the 49ers is It's the 49ers. Yeah, it's the 49ers yeah. and the training staff. That's it. Yeah. Get, a, get them a cart. If they need a cart, yeah. get a cart. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you the 49ers are not cheap enough to not have a cart. So just going to throw it out there. Anyways, now for our number one sports story. Max, I know I include some dumb dad joke here. So you want to hear a joke about paper? <laughs> Never mind. It's terrible anyways. <laughs> I wish we could get into that more, but stay tuned because our real number one sports story is coming up when we return. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the sports scene, everyone, for our second segment. We are going into college football. It's the biggest thing happening in the United States right now. The four-team field for the final college football playoff before it expands to 12 teams in 2024 is set. Here's who has a chance at winning a national championship. Alvin, we're going to start with the number one team. Obviously, it's Michigan. Perfect 13-0. The Big Ten champions are headed to the playoff for their third straight season and will be trying to make it to the national championship game for the first time. Michigan beat Ohio State for a third straight year and went through the regular season undefeated for a second straight season. So it's not a mystery that they were going to be the number one seed in the college football playoff, right? Yeah, it, it makes sense. They had some pretty substantial wins. They got 52-10. They got 45-7, 31-7, 49-0, like all these crazy gaudy numbers. Um, but I think the biggest thing about Michigan, and we're going to talk, go down the line, uh, when you saw that, that video of them doing the grand reveal, you know who they wanted to play. And when they didn't get that, the reaction, that lets you know everything you need to know. Because I'm not saying quarterback play isn't up to par, but I do think that there's a lot of scheme involved. I think Coach Harbaugh really does a great job of scheming guys up. And kind of like a situation with Brock Purdy, you don't want to discredit the quarterback. But then at the same time, you do have to give credit where credit is due. And guys are open a lot. And I think there, there's a lot of time where it's the perfect call for the right defense. And in this situation, uh, Michigan has had a phenomenal season and can they make me eat my words 100 percent, and i would i would implore them to do so but what i really worry about is when they play who they have to play what what are they going to do because they have not seen a test like that yes ohio state was great that was a great phenomenal game it went down to the wire everyone got the rah-rah that they needed but then you go up against iowa 
And defensively, you were able to do whatever you wanted because any mistake you made, Iowa was not capitalizing off of. I think the defense for Iowa did a phenomenal job against Michigan State in that championship game. However, when a complete side of your team is just not performing, it makes it a little bit easy for Michigan to just take advantage and get you got more more guns to the fight. You got more knives in the fight. Whatever you want to use, you are well equipped to dominate. And I think they did that. However, I don't know if that's going to translate in this first game. Yeah, and with all the speculation going on with Jim Harbaugh and everything, they've kind of had a tumultuous season. So it would be actually really cool to see them win a national championship. By the way, a bad beat for me this week, the over-under on yeah. Iowa points in the first half was two and a half. They had the ball seven times in the first half. They got three damn first downs. They punted every single time. I lost money because they couldn't score. Iowa, what? And this is why there doesn't need to be divisions in all these big conferences now because you're getting a Michigan team who's obviously going to beat Iowa, but it's like, why are they playing Iowa? They should be playing Ohio State. The Ohio State and the Michigan game was the championship game for the Big Ten. So that really pissed me off. Okay, so the number two team, Alvin, now is Washington, who also finished 13-0. The Pac-12 college football playoff drought is over. For the first time since 2016 when the Huskies Ooh. last played in the playoff, the year I was graduating college, and I actually got to be at the Pac-12 championship game. A Pac-12 team will play for a national title. Washington beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. That was the Huskies' second close win over the Ducks this season and a precursor for fun before both programs leave for the Big Ten next season. So pretty loaded Big Ten next year, Alvin. Yeah, I, I really want to believe in Washington because I think Michael Penix has big Penix energy and I think he figures out ways to get the job done. I got to love the way he's been able to perform. And I think just the team around him, obviously he's the big name that everyone rallies around, but the Washington team in whole by and large can get the job done. They're physical up front, solid running game receivers make plays defense can make they get turnovers and they've won some gritty games. They've won a myriad of games by one possession. Three in their last game versus Oregon. Washington State by three. Oregon State by two. But, big but, it's just hard for me to say a Pac-12 team could possibly beat an SEC team. And I, I know it's like you don't want to go off conferences. Like I get all that stuff. But at the end of the day, there is a, a level of tenacity that comes with SET, and it's in the interior. We've seen this time and time again. Do I think that the best quarterback has the best chance of winning? Yes. However, it's tough. It's tough to go against everything that I've seen with my two eyes since I've been watching football, since I've been watching college football, which has been a pretty long time. So I, I love the way they've been able to just be gritty through it a multitude of different games, different looks. They smacked down USC when we thought that was a that was a, a thing. So they really understand again football, but I don't know if they've seen the physicality that they might face. Big Penix Energy tweeted that the other day. Yes, sir. That's the guy, Michael Penix Jr. All right, our number three team in the college football playoff, who's 12-1 and one on the season, is Texas. Alvin, Texas might be back. The Longhorns are making their first appearance in the college football playoff in their last season in the Big 12 before moving to the SEC next year. Texas's lone loss came in a back-and-forth game against Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry. By the way, Dylan Gabriel, the quarterback for Oklahoma, it's rumored that he is transferring to Oregon as they make their Big 10 push next year. But that's going to be like the Big 16 or something like that. Anyways, they stormed to the Big 12 championship and beat Alabama by double digits on the road in week two of this season. So big reason that they got in there. Yeah, I, I really like Texas, obviously, not just because C.J. Baxter's there. We understand that he had a phenomenal career at Edgewater, and, and what Coach Cam Duke is doing here at Edgewater is phenomenal, and we support that. And I want him to excel 100,000%. I want him to do very well in this game. Don't get that twisted. However, when we go back to that Alabama loss, 
we gonna talk about Bama in a second, but that things have changed drastically for the Red Squad. That's that's all I'm gonna say. But for Texas, what I don't like is that loss to Oklahoma because Oklahoma. Yes, I understand that they are very good, and and in college football is good on good. Any given game, you could have one thing go bad, and then a couple of capitalizations by the other team, and then things look crazy. So I understand how volatile sports are, and more importantly, football, but. That loss is a little scary to me. From there, though, they've been able to hold the rope and they've been able to do the things they need to do. However, I'm just worried because I don't think they have the best quarterback in that situation. And I, I think in that in a game like that, number three versus number two, and in this case, Texas is number three going up against Washington. Yeah, I don't know if they can figure that problem out because i think it is going to be a high scoring game and if it's not a high scoring game your worst fear as a texas fan is to have michael Penix jr with the football and he's able to nickel and dime down the field and just wear the defense out i don't think he's going to have much turnover so it's going to be difficult to get an edge in that game so i think it's going to be a phenomenal game but i don't know if texas has the tools necessary i hope cj goes crazy but outside of that i'm a little worried yeah and especially because Throughout the end of that regular season, Washington was kind of gaining a little bit more steam going into that Pac-12 championship against Oregon as well. Oregon, you know, if they were to win that game, then chaos would have reigned even more if they won the Pac-12 championship. But fortunately for Washington, perfect 13-0. Obviously, they were getting into the college football playoffs. So the two through first three matchup, Washington and Texas, that's going to be a great game. Now, who is Michigan playing, Alvin? Number four, Big Alabama. Dog. At 12-1, and one. Alabama won the SEC championship by knocking off the two-time national champions, Georgia. That is the biggest win on an impressive resume for the Crimson Tide, who overcame that early season loss to Texas to win 11 straight to end the season. That included a fourth down touchdown late to beat rival Auburn the week before the SEC title game. And if Auburn could have just defended on a fourth and 31 and not let up a Hail Mary touchdown. A lot less chaos in the college football playoff. What do you think? I can't go against Nick Saban. It's, it's just one of those things. Like I remember when I just started playing football, you, that's who you watch. You watch Alabama play football. And then if you had a great game, the one thing you said was, oh, man, keep playing like that. I'm about to go to Bama. Like that's a, that's a, uh, The epitome of college football is Alabama. And it's because Nick Saban has done a Hall of Fame job of transforming this program around. Because before Nick Saban was there, they were not the Bama that we know of today. So that was done interior. He was able to be a coach that prided himself on tough football powers, inside zones, guts, bellies, isos, those types of plays. You don't need a quarterback. And then he was able to transform to have a Heisman winning quarterback and have two Three NFL caliber quarterbacks in one class, in the, in one quarterback room with Tua, Jalen Hurts, and Mac. Like you have, he was able to transform every. If you look at, on any NFL roster, you're going to see a player that Nick Saban has coached. That's not a mistake. That is not a mistake. Early on in this year, when Texas beat Alabama, the narrative was not. Obama's going to end up in a college football playoff. It was a joke. It was like, this is the year he has to retire. I saw the memes, and so did Nick Saban. Now he's instilled confidence in his, in his players. Quarterbacks playing extremely well. He got benched, rose up to the occasion, and really Jalen Hurst it. So in my opinion, I think Bama is going to roll through this thing like they always do. It's going to be gritty, but for some odd reason, it's just hard to go against a guy like Nick Saban, especially when you look at how they've been able to develop week by week. I think this has been his best coaching job in his career. Alvin, here we go. We had just one obvious prediction for the final college football playoff rankings of a four-team era. There was going to be pain. There are five teams, six if you count Georgia, unless you want to be added to Kirby Smart's enemy list, with a valid argument for making the playoff. But for the last time, there are only four spots. And if we've read our stages of grief properly, the next step after pain is anger, followed closely by Berman and basketball season. And there's a lot to be angry about. So as the college football playoff committee retreats into its secure bunker to wait out the coming apocalypse, let's dive in 
to our final anger index of the year. There's some stuff to unpack. And that is held by Florida State. A perfect 13-0. They finish at number five. In the olden days, we had a beauty contest with the national championship. The top team in the nation was decided entirely by voters. Then we moved to a better system. One determined in part by computers that at least added some math to abstract rationalizing while also allowing two teams to decide it on the field. Then we moved to a four-team playoff. And the whole point was to eliminate the hypotheticals and let a champion be crowned by the actual results on the field. If you won your games, you had a chance to win a national title. Turns out, all of that was a charade. None of it mattered. The games are pointless. What happens on the field is less important than what a committee thinks might happen in a future matchup. It's an absolute slap in the face to every player who has ever put on a helmet, laced up cleats, and marched onto the field for a battle to victory. Because a bunch of folks in a conference room in Texas decided their sacrifice was not as important as the Las Vegas line on a potential playoff matchup. I'm going to use your word that you just used. That's a joke. Yes, Florida State is without starting quarterback Jordan Travis, meaning it would have to play without a quarterback who wasn't its opening week starter in order to win a national title. And of course, that couldn't happen. After all, only 2014 Ohio State, 2017 Alabama, 2018 Clemson, and 2021 Georgia did that. What are the odds that something that's happened 44% of the time would happen again? Uh, I would have to ask you, are you implying that Florida State should have been in the college football playoffs instead of Alabama? I'm just saying, back when we had the computers rating everything, there is a, obviously we know about a strength of schedule. Alabama had a stronger strength of schedule than Florida Thank State. You. That's one tick. Mm-hmm. But by a team record point standing, Florida State had the fifth best and hardest season in college football, one ahead of Alabama this year. I'll put it like this. Think of it as stocks. If you're going to go and invest in a company, you're going to try to get some residuals, whatever you want to do. You're going to look at the entire company as a whole. You're going to look at its history. You're going to see how it has it performed in different eras, that type of thing. And bare bones, you can do some more stuff, but bear with me. If you look at Florida State and you see what they've done over the last five years, and you look at the coach and you see what they've done, yeah, they look good. They look promising. That story was what they did with TCU. And that turned out 60-something to seven. You look at Alabama, you see what they've done since they've been in college football places. They've been in these situations with the same coach. And they look the way they look, strength of schedule. It's not that much different. You don't make the same mistake twice. So, I, I mean, I, there's probably still going to be a blowout somewhere. We never know. Gavin injuries happen. But I understand why FSU is frustrated. But who are you going to take out? And it's not going to be Bama. Yeah, my thing is that I'm angry about is that the college football playoff has always been the most deserving teams, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Otherwise, TCU would not have made it. Valid. Valid. Would not have made it last year. This year is the first year they decided, let's do the four best teams. So it was the volatility in how the voting process went in that 13-member committee. This year, it's the first year that it's the four best teams. Which would make sense if if it was that the whole time. So be it. Sorry, Florida State. You definitely don't deserve to be in. But yeah. It's never been that way. It has always been the four most deserving teams. We're going to bring in our couch correspondent here for my final question of the segment. Max, obviously we know that next year, CBS has moved their rights from the SEC and now they will be the main Big 12 broadcaster. ESPN, who broadcasts all the bowl games, including the college football playoff, they will own the rights going forward to the SEC. Do you think this was a protection of their investment in the SEC next year and going forwards by putting in Texas, who will be in the SEC next year, and Alabama, who has historically run the SEC? And do you think that maybe, just maybe, you know, and I read conspiracy theories all the time on Twitter. I know you're our big conspiracy theorist on the podcast, but do you think maybe ESPN, owned by Disney, decided to take a swing at Ron DeSantis and a Florida team? By leaving them out of the college football playoff. Yeah, you weren't ready for that heat, huh, baby? Yeah. yeah. That, that, Open that, that mic. Let's go. Well, so it's 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 going to come at um yeah, that that 
That, that's a pretty good one because oh, we got them stuttering. All right, no, good well, work, it just comes down Stumbling, to money. Bumbling. It comes down to money. So yeah, Thanks. I think you're right. Where they're gonna like, unfortunately, Florida State, your fans, there's just not enough of you comparative to Bama fans. So we're gonna have to put you in. And also, just I th- on another level, you can guarantee that the product will be good. You know, if Bama's in, there will it's going to be a competitive game versus if Florida State, there there could be an outlier there. It's going to be like, why are we watching this game? We can just turn to something else when they're getting blown out. And this whole DeSantis thing, I mean, why not? Why not screw him back, Disney? Like, they're just like, hey, you know, if because there's just jabs everywhere right now. Elon's throwing jabs. They're going to want to throw jabs. And so might as well just start throwing jabs because it is unfortunate. I think a six-team playoff would be interesting where the top two teams get a bye and then the next two teams have to face each other and then they go on to play the number one seed. Something like that could be could be fun. It could help, help Florida State get at least a chance to compete, which I think as a fan – and I'm sure as, as you guys, right, Jesse's called games. Alvin has played games at the collegiate level. You, as, as a player, you want the chance to at least have that chance to win. We Fair. all love underdogs. But unfortunately, Disney is going to have their way. Ron DeSantis at this point won't. And Bama, Nick Saban, they're probably going to win the whole thing. And it's just like another year in the books. Unfortunately, you might be right there, Max. You actually might be but right. I want Michigan to win. Michigan oh yeah same sweet. there we go boom <laughs> yeah same team Michigan buddy sweet. Yeah. say less same team all right we got more college football talk coming up next here on the sports scene it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome back to the sports scene for our third segment, everyone. We're joined by two iHeartRadio analysts. Connor Delaney joins the show again, not as a golf analyst this time, but as our Oregon State insider. And of course, I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, our Oregon Ducks insider for all things UG is in the building. Stay off the weed, Danny Young. We're here. We're here. Everything's good. Everything's fine. All right. So I brought both of you on here because obviously we went to three different former Pac-12 schools now, football schools, at least. I went to Cal. um, And that's why I won't be doing most of the talking in this segment because everything about us sucks. All of our teams are horrible, at least Oregon State. You know, great baseball program, better football team this year. Basketball team was great last year. Oregon Ducks. Always good at every sport they seem to do, except for the water sports, which actually Cal is good at, but it doesn't generate any revenue. And then we just don't have water sports. Oh well, then there <laughs> you, you stay go. out of the water. Okay, that that makes sense. Ducks don't go in the water, anyways. So no, I wanted to take a chance to let you guys kind of air everything out about what happened with your programs, what happened in your with your schools in this past football season. Danny, we're going to start with you. Obviously, Oregon gets down twice this year in the Pac-12 to Washington, and you guys lost in the Pac-12 championship game. And Bo Nix took another loss yesterday, and he did not win the Heisman. Jaden Daniels ends up winning the Heisman. I don't know how much of a loss that is. Uh, going back to the Washington game, Oregon's a program that will give you some some absolutely monumental highs, but they also deliver the lowest lows that come with those high highs. And it seems like under Dan Lanning, Kalen DeBoer has his number. We can beat every other team. We can't beat UW. They've got our number. Their offensive play calling is, was just exceptional in that game. Every time we blitzed, they had the perfect counter, whether it be just a little out to the Roma Dunze or finding their running back on a screen pass to just completely mess with our defense. Their play calling was perfect in that title game which i should mention is our fifth in the last six years connor do you know anything about that mm, no i don't <laughs> here we go oh okay <laughs> nope no no um i've got a little note sheet here it's saying only one conference title for oregon state since nam <laughs> yeah really oh, yeah. yeah pretty good okay wow. okay okay 
All right, but yeah, right. hey, it was a good season for the Ducks. We're gonna we're gonna finish things off strong by beating the living shit out of Liberty, uh, who is crazy, crazy ball who, game there. Who technically has had Liberty. the worst the worst schedule in all of college football. Yeah, 133rd out of 133rd. <laughs> Bo Nix is going to play his final college game. He's committed to the, the Oregon program, even like though he's going to be a... Dude, Jesus, buddy. Hang up the f***ing cleats. That guy's 24. <laughs> Michael Penix is older than him, but we don't need to talk about that. That is true. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels was in his recruiting class. So all this talk about Bo needing to get a job, he will get a job <laughs> as a first-round quarterback next year. Hopefully not to But he's uh, staying he's he's Raiders. he's staying strong to his commitment to Oregon and he's gonna play out this final bowl game, unlike Aiden Childs, unlike Damian Martinez, but Damian Martinez is not playing because he couldn't stay off the weed. Couldn't stay off the weed, you know, unfortunately. It's hard. It's hard so, these days. Connor, <laughs> Oregon State, their whole staff is leaving. It was announced that they're not all going staff. to Michigan State. See, this is what I don't get is Danny just dancing on our grave. Like we don't have oh, a coach. man. We don't have a conference, and over here you're just dancing all over our grave. You actually yeah, do have a conference. Good. You have the Pac-2 for the next year, at least. I, I just don't understand why the, why the need to just pick pick on us all the time. I, I don't understand it. You're just salty <laughs> that we that we ran the ball only 33 times last year and, and took. I am off. quite salty about that. I am quite so, salty about that. So Danny's been holding on to something for a year now. Honestly. A lot, of, a lot of the big guys have already entered the portal. DJ, Childs, our tight end, and a few other yeah, big Belling, names. Yeah, Belling's good. Yeah. But a few other big guys go. Um, so most of the big hits are already already happened. Martinez is going to stay, which is huge. Um, and then we have Bengal Branson as our quarterback right now, and he actually got us to 10 wins uh, last year. So. Oh. We can, it could be worse for us. Who knows? Uh, I think right now I'm just kind of hoping we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get into the next uh, realignment scenario. Hopefully that's coming with the ACC going down the shore. Who knows? So I'm just holding out hope for, you know, three, four years down the road. With the whole realignment talks and everything, so you guys, Oregon State and Washington State now as the Pac-2, you guys still control the rights to the Pac-12, so you can exist with the money and the media rights for another year at least. You signed a agreement with Mountain West as of now yeah. to schedule at least six games against yeah. those teams and their conferences. And actually, Get ready to learn Wyoming, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but the Mountain West doesn't have horrible teams. Like Fresno State's not terrible. San Diego State's not terrible, right? They'll still be just, relatively yeah. competitive games, you think? I think so. I mean, as long as we I have think... some good. Uh, uh, hey, hey, hey! <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> as long as we have some good Power Five matchups, I know we have Oregon next year, which is going to be huge. Um, there's talks we might get Notre Dame. There's talks about Virginia. I heard Texas Tech. I heard possibly. Um, we'll see what the what the final schedule reveals, but. Five Power Five teams, or Power Four, I guess now. Six Mountain West. So as long as we get some uh, some more teams like Oregon on the schedule. That's some real, real power programs. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'll admit it. You guys are, are would be a great, great addition to our schedule. When we beat you, we're going to look that much better. So, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful for that. Yeah, I, I am happy that the civil that the civil war is, is staying. Um, it looked like it for a while. It wasn't. It, it they, they they figured it out. It, we're playing it next year. Um, we moved our game with Texas Tech. Uh, is it just a one year thing? Our, or no, no, it's, go... it's going forward. It's going okay. forward. But what what I don't really like about it is that it's early in the season. It's early, yeah. dude. It's gonna be it's gonna be pre uh, conference play. Um, and it's. The students aren't even going to be there, so it's gonna yeah. Be students aren't even going to be in school during because oh, both Oregon, system. both Oregon and Oregon State are quarter systems, so students gotcha. aren't even on campus until week four. Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay, so there will be no one there. So then, Danny, does that mean that your guys's rivalry week game now will forever be against Washington? I think the rivalry with Washington in the past few years has a little bit been a little bit, I'd say, ferocious. I think the the rivalry with Oregon State's a little bit more tame, but like until it gets to game week. But Oregon, UW, go fans go back and forth at each other all year. We're so intertwined, especially this year with Penix and Knicks 
going head to head for the Heisman, going head to head for Conference Player of the Year, which was won by uh, Mr. Bonix. <laughs> and yeah, the, Mr. Check down himself. Mr. Seventy-seven percent completion percentage at twenty-five years old. Did you see Marvin Harrison? By the way, side note: Did you guys see Marvin Harrison that he might have an NIL deal for twenty to twenty-five million dollars next year if he returns to college? That's more than yeah. like guys why like Brandon Alvin Ridley, all these guys. He shouldn't take it because it keeps him from getting that second contract in the NFL, which is the super lucrative payday. It just puts that a, another year away. So he should, he's going to be a top five pick. He'll get somewhere in that range when he signs. I, I don't know what the, the slot is for like top five. He's, look, he's looking at top, he's looking at number four right now, number yeah. four or three after two quarterbacks. Yeah, and I, th- I think the NFL does like a slotted pay for uh, draft picks. Yeah. So yep. whatever that is. But he, again, the, the big payday isn't going to be one year at Ohio State. It'll be that second contract in the NFL when he's making $120 million over five years. Yeah, okay. So now, gentlemen, Connor, we're going to give you your licks first. Oregon <laughs> and Washington State. In first, the Pac West, then the Pac 8, then the Pac 10, then the Pac 12. Overall, no, Oregon State and Oregon. I mean, for me, it's just been ugly. Uh, you know, like I said earlier, all the Ducks fans constantly dancing on our graves and brooding, actively rooting for us to fail. Um, it just makes That's the point of a rivalry, wins. yes. <laughs> okay, I get that, but it's also like you know that you're bigger, more funded, more of an established program. Um, hey, from your lips to God's ears. So, hey. The I'm Nike just, boys. I'm, yeah, the Nike boys. The film, the film night daddy's money uh, guys down there. <laughs> Ooh, I got something Lovely. for you there, baby. I got something for you there. Let's hear it. Give it to me, Danny. So that, that beautiful baseball program that they love to, they love to talk about. Night, yeah. <laughs> yep. You know who, who paid for who, – who bought that coach, Jesse? I'm going to guess the University of Oregon. Uh, well, Phil Knight. Phil Knight got, got Oregon State's coach to stay. He made a lot of contributions to their baseball program. They would honestly probably be nothing without the generosity of Mr. Phil Knight. It's weird. I mean, Phil Knight's been generous to a few yeah. athletic programs. Not to Cal, yeah. obviously, um, but, <laughs> but to every athletic guy. program in Oregon. For both teams to do well. Big Oregon guy. Okay, Danny, Oregon, Oregon and Oregon State summarize it for me in the last 20-something years. Jonathan Smith on his way out of town. Their, their proud alumni, Jonathan Smith, one of the greatest quarterbacks in Oregon State history, just left all of his team issue gear at Goodwill. Just threw him in the trash. Yeah. With name, uh, name embroidered and, and everything. Okay, Jonathan over Smith under on how many wins you guys get next year. In 12-week season, 12 games, over under, how many games do you think you win? I mean, obviously it depends a lot on the, uh, the schedule, which we don't know yet for sure, and who else transfers. I think anything more than like six or seven wins would be surprising to me, not going to lie. <laughs> Danny, you guys are moving over to the Big Ten, which is going to be like, what, the Big 16? So, uh, big eight, I think 18. 18, okay. In the Big 18 yeah, might now. win four games <laughs> yeah that's true, no but. so the big the big the big 10 is actually like really top loaded and a lot of that's the true. teams in the mid level and the lower level f- suck like really bad stuff yeah um but that's being said we do have to play ohio state and michigan next year um ohio state will be at home uh michigan will be at the big house that's awesome so i think realistically the over under should be set at around nine and a half okay where we've been relatively pretty much where we've landed past five years uh ever since we won the rose bowl oh Connor, wait do you know anything about that either (laughs) no i don't oh okay i'm seeing here on my notepad you guys have two total rose bowl appearances you you shouldn't you should make a new jersey for that that'd be so sick oh we probably will one that's ones that's not even your colors at all it, it's been done before. <laughs> yeah, well, no, then we wouldn't. Cal then we wouldn't win anything. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Cal colors, baby. Um, final question for you boys here. Moving forward, this actually has nothing to do with college football at all. Connor is in second to last place in our fantasy league, so he <laughs> might be doing a beer mile soon. Max is also probably going to have to do a beer mile soon because he bet Alvin and I, who is our other co-host here on the sports scene. Max bet Alvin and I that the Jacksonville Jaguars would at least make it to the AFC Championship game. And um, so, Connor, if you are in last place in our fantasy league, you will be doing a beer mile. And, Danny, I'm proposing that Max and Connor do it together. A joint beer mile? A joint beer mile for the losers. What do you think? I think, I think 
As commissioner, I, I sanction that idea. Okay. I like the sound of that. Final part here, Danny, Connor, if you have anything left to say to each other about your respective programs here, Danny, I'll give you a chance if you need to unload the clip. I just have one little parting message from actually a, a, a Beavers fan himself. I'm sure Connor's very familiar with this video. The saddest Alrighty. part is, is that that little <laughs> white kid accurate. with accurate. the Oregon State hat on actually looks like Connor as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a spitting image of Connor Delaney. Anyways, boys, thank you so much for joining me here on the sports scene. Don't go anywhere. We got one more segment coming up. Oh, hey there. Welcome back to the sports scene for our final segment, ladies and gentlemen. We have a new segment. This one's called 18 and 0 or die. So the way this is gonna work is Max and Alvin are gonna get random teams told to them one after the next, and they're going to have to choose one player from each of those teams to fill a slot, quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver, and defense. They do not get to go back and change their answer. They have to pick consecutively one after another to put a player of whatever team I say into a specific slot and then choose another player from the next team for a different slot, if that all makes sense to you all. So we're going to start things off with our couch correspondent, Max Ronquillo. Max, 18-0 or die. Are you ready? Yes. Your first team. So you get a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and defense. Your first team to choose from is the Detroit Lions. All right. Well, duh. I'm taking Jared Goff because he's the championship winner. All right. Jared Goff is your quarterback. No going back now. The San Francisco 49ers. Quarterback is off the table. I mean, running back, of course. Christian McCaffrey. Okay. I defense, though. Whatever. It is what it is. Okay. Nice. I mean, I get Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. Um. Wow. Okay. I'm taking their defense. That's terrible defense, but I want a better team offensively. Okay. So you're taking Arizona's defense. All right. Yep. Next one. Baltimore Ravens. That's <laughs> the defense you would have wanted. Oh, that's yeah. tough. Um, I'm taking Odell. Primetime. Come on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay with it. Cincinnati Bengals. Oof. And then you gotta take what their tight end now. You're, they're tight, tight end. end. Is it Tanner Hudson? Irv Smith. Oh, yeah. No, no. It is Tanner Hudson. Yeah, I had him on my fantasy for a little bit. Hey, okay. yeah, he gets a good points. That's okay. the best 18-0 team I could have made. Bang. I don't think that team's going 18-0, unfortunately. <laughs> no, that team is going one and With the wow. Arizona defense, you're getting put up 50 points a game. You're I, good. I for, Wide I receiver. Tight end. Tight end, I would have taken Mark Andrews. Yeah, but yeah. I, 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 I totally see, forgot that was a. I totally yeah. forgot that was a. Because you could choose player any any player this this year. Yeah, so Mark Andrews is on the I roster. So if you went the tight end position, I forgot the tight end position. I, dude, I was nervous. Is this, the, hey. is this the Cardinals? So you Mark position. Andrews, and then and then if you save the Cincinnati Bengals for wide receiver, like you get Goff, Jamar Chase, and that team goes eighteen and zero. Yeah, I like I like Jared Goff, CMC, Jamar Chase, Mark Andrews, and no, he has the Cardinals defense. You're defense. You're not who cares. Who cares? You yeah. put up more points than any other team. Like that. That point, right. defense doesn't matter. You 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 win sixty to like fifty four every game. L- listen, I was rattled. It's not my best one, but now I get okay. it. I'm excited for the next one, and I know Alvin's gonna do even worse. So we're yeah. All right. Alvin's probably gonna <laughs> Dude, do that on this one. Lost. All right. All right. I can only join you. All right, Alvin. Here we go. First one for you. Tennessee Titans. Also, all these are randomly generated. There's no specific order. Tennessee Titans. Um, I'm gonna go Derek Henry. I feel like that's the only logical option. Yeah, like what besides DeAndre Hopkins as a wide receiver, but you said Derek Henry. I don't Henry. Know. Green Bay Packers. I yo, hold on, let me let me pull up. <laughs> no, see, I had no chance to pull. Up. I don't know who's on the no, Packers besides Jordan dude, Love. Five seconds. Come on, who's right. their quarterback? Good. They have some good wide receivers. Yeah. One just got injured this last weekend, but he's really no good. Idea who the receivers are. But let's go. Uh, their number one receiver, whoever that is. No, you have to say. I names, don't know who he, I don't know who he is. That's why I'm gonna get look on him, Max. Love then. You're taking get Jordan on Love the defense. That's who you take. All right, whatever. Max is a hate. All right, cool. We'll do. We'll do it. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. There you go. Jordan Pat. Love is your quarterback. Okay. You have so to you got names. Jordan Love is your quarterback. Derek Henry as your running yeah. back. Your next one is the Dallas Cowboys. You got wide receiver, tight end, and defense. Uh, I'm going defense. Okay. My team absolutely smacks yours already. <laughs> okay. That's it. 
Mr. Hater. The Buffalo Bills. You got wide receiver and tight end left. Stephon Diggs. Okay. My team is working yours, bro. <laughs> yeah, this hey, team dog. actually is kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm working you. Yo, I'm putting up 70-0 straight Dolphins first to Denver, bro. First to Broncos. That's what's happening to this man. That's crazy. Okay. He's and a hater. Tight team. end will be for the Indianapolis Colts. Don't matter. I don't know who the tight end is. Don't matter. I'm giving, I'm giving Max 70. I'm giving Max Kyle 70. Kyle Grandson. All right, no, that's two out of three. Let's go. Give him both Okay, 70. okay. So, Alvin, your team <laughs> quarterback, Jordan Love, running backs, Derrick Henry, wide receivers, Stephon Diggs, tight ends, Kylan Granson, defenses, Dallas. That one might go like 17-1 and one because Derrick Henry is going to get hurt. Stephon Diggs is going to get hurt or someone on the Dallas defense is going to get hurt for sure. And then mm. you're going to have to go to Granson, and he's just not going to get it done for you. So – 17 okay is one, is what I'm going to say. Max, what do you think it's is okay. quarterback to win? Just, okay. I, I got Goff, so you got to have a quarterback. That's true. Okay, Max, your next one. First team, the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers, I'm taking um, – I'm going to take Keenan Allen. Yo, oh, dude, yes. That was good. That, that I was, was going to say yeah, that that's, that's that it. Your next one, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, we all know where this is going to go. <laughs> Quarter, I'm just gonna even. I'm not just gonna do it for you. Quarterback. Yeah, this sort of Trevor. I was about to say Etienne Lawrence. though, but I'll take Trevor Lawrence on this. One. Okay. Even their defense. I honestly, I'm Calvin Ridley. I'm. They're all great right there. Okay, so you got running back, tight Evan end, Green and defense. Last game, by the way, guys. Huh? Okay, yeah, yeah. I was just saying, Evan Greengram. He played great last game too. He did. He he had a great game. First touchdown Bro, of the season. First touchdown Trevor of the Lawrence season. He's like why? He's like tight end yeah, nine, true. and he hadn't even that's scored true. a okay, touchdown anyways, this anyways. season. Eighteen or die. Eighteen or die. All right. Okay. Let's okay. Go next. So you got running back, tight end, and defense. Okay. Yep. Your next yep. team, the New Orleans Saints. All right, tight end. I'm taking uh, Taysom Hill. That's pretty solid, actually. That's not what I would have done. I don't want Kamara. Okay. Yep. Taysom Hill. Next team, the Swiss New York Army Giants. Knife. You have running back and defense. Saquon, baby! Let's go! That's baby, tough. Saquon! That's tough. That is tough. That and is your tough. defense, actually, Max, this team might go 18-0. Your defense, the Houston Texans. Oh, yes. Except, oh, CJ Stroud would have been nice on the team. Yeah, CJ Stroud would have been nice. Yeah. So your, your right. team, quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, running back, Saquon, ride receiver, Keenan Allen, tight end, Taysom Hill, and your defense is Texans. I do think that team goes 18 and 9. That's that's a That team is team. nasty. That's as long as Saquon doesn't break his other leg, tear his other ACL, yeah, or like, pull listen, his Achilles. I was going to let that slide. So I was like, the same criteria you talk about with injuries, and you're telling me, be, all right. You got yeah, it. yeah. All right. Hey, it. okay. It. Listen, it's it's 1 1. What's your next one? Okay. Alvin, your first team, the Chicago Bears. Oh, that's awful. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. I don't think they're good at anything. Um, tight end what's his name you gotta say his name i don't know his name <laughs> oh no you can't How I, I don't know his name the number one tight end look it up oh, you, got, you, have fields, look, then. you look it up max just, i can't look it up max look you it up you, tight you end? cole Komet. cole Komet, bang that's cheating i said they're so I'm gonna, what am i gonna take a backup tight end max you have I'm to take, take their fields. number one tight end you, you have to know their name <laughs> gotta know the player's name all right justin fields y'all some haters go. bang yep you're screwed max nah max just max Hey, all right, it's cool, it's cool. Okay, cool, so your quarterback's it, off the board. Your quarterback's off the board, okay? Next team, Seattle Seahawks, your second team. Dang, I got to go. Can I go Tyler off the top, Tyler Lockett? Tyler okay. Lockett. Okay. Yeah. DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett. I was going to say, yeah, DK oh, yeah, Metcalf's also DK. good. Their, uh, their running back, hey, it's Kenneth Walker the third is nice. Yep. He's a red zone beast. Table, let's roll with so, it. Okay, Tyler Lockett is your wide receiver. So quarterback Justin Fields, wide receivers Tyler Lockett. Your next team is the New York Jets. Defense. Your fourth team is the Atlanta Falcons. You got running back and tight end left. I'm going Kyle Pitts. As your tight end? He's a okay. dog. Yeah, he's, he's a, dog. a dog. Okay. And your final team is the Carolina Panthers. So that means you're taking Miles Sanders as your running Miles back. Miles Sanders. Oh, I think we probably go. We probably yeah. go like. 10, you're 10 like, games. Yeah. <laughs> See this say you're probably eleven and seven, like, Max. I mean, what do you think? I mean the Jets Yeah, I mean you're, is one the thing is you have no star power. It's a little stinky. Kyle Pitts would be a star. If no, he would be a star on that team, if, if, if your Jets, coach knows how to use score. him, yeah. Well, we're not doing yeah. coaches. So we going everyone plays their best potential game because we don't have a coach. Okay. Yeah, you're the coach, so you guys suck. <laughs> 
What, bro? Listen, you about to be having them dudes running some dookie plays. I mean, my Justin Fields. Is. Okay, yeah, my I guess. Okay, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, Saquon, Keenan, Taysom, and the Texans versus against Justin Fields, Miles Sanders, Tyler Lockett, Kyle Pitts, and the Jets. Yeah, yeah. against the Jets okay. defense. Oh, y'all smoking? Yeah, my team smokes okay. it. So yeah, okay. Wait, hold one, on. one. Let me just get some of what y'all smoking because it's definitely good. Can I get some of that? I mean, yeah, you know, listen, your team Please? is good. In terms of the sucking committee, okay. It, what's your defense? What's your defense? Better than what's, what's defense is the Texans. So, Demico is the Texans defense? defense is the de Texans defense better than the Jets defense this year? I'm just asking a question. Is I it? I mean, Demico Ryan is. I mean, they're both former 49ers head coaches for both no, 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 of those no, no, squads. No, no. It's kind of funny that you both you, picked I them. I asked you a specific question. Is what whose defense is ranked higher? I'm just curious. I mean, right now, yeah, the Jets. Yeah, diming. Then we'll oh. have your offense. How does your offense look compared to mine? Yeah, Travis, I mean, your offense is definitely look like against the Jets defense. Just defense does that. win championships. I just yeah. wanted to. I'm just asking the questions that football players ask. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, I Mac, guess what, my team's okay, still better. Buddy. It's okay. That's okay. okay. Listen, we, we, we the audience can hear the tears behind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, bro. See, you have you have nothing to say. That's what you did. Listen, it's uh, okay. I, I, I get it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here it's we go. Tough. The it next hurts. one, we're actually we're gonna start this, this final round now. This final round, we're gonna actually start yes. with Alvin. All right, so Max, you have a chance to get the victory here. Okay, to finish this out with a victory. So, Alvin, your <laughs> first team, the Kansas City Chiefs. Patty, Patty Mahomes. Okay. Second team, the New England Patriots. God, dog. Uh, bro, they don't have nothing. Uh, can't think of a receiver. Can't think of the running back. What? <laughs> Alvin. <laughs> Do you watch football? <laughs> uh, well, in this moment right now, no. I can't remember nobody's name. So we're going with a defense. I feel that. You're going with the bro. Patriots defense. Bro, I have no oh. idea any of their names. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. He's toast. He's toast. He's Conor McGregor toes. <laughs> okay. You better hope the rest of your offense is just stout. Okay, so your next team awesome. is... The Washington football team. You have running back, wide receiver, and tight end left. Uh, McLaurin, receiver. That's not bad. Now you have running back and tight end left. So I'm so screwed, bro. I got a Patriots defense, bro. This is not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mister, look at my defense. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I do have the best quarterback in the league. So, and I have a. Yeah, you do. That's true. You guys can put up so, points. And Ty Terry McLaurin just does not get used well in that offense. So I, I respect when he that. Was okay. being used well. He was a dog. He's a dog. So I'm not. I'm doing bad. Compared to, but I'm also two and zero. So you're not. It's one one. You're up. running back and tight end left. The next team is the Miami Dolphins. Oh, dog! I wanted T Hill. Um, let's go. Our tight end is solid, but let's go. Uh, it's either Moser or Achan. Let's go. I guess based off of yard, let's go Achan. Just because with Patty Mahomes, I think he's a good receiver. Yeah, let's go Achan. Achan. Okay, Achan. Number five team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Can you name their tight end? No. But yeah, I have to could, take them. Like, like, I have no other option. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he gets he, Yeah, it's his last option. He gets it. Okay. Pat Freyermouth, who, who actually. He's not bad. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, Dang. So like that's like that team's probably losing five. Six he got healthy so, this Patty year, and then he got, had eleven targets and a touchdown two weeks but ago. Patty Mahomes so, did make okay. a Super so you got Mahomes, Bowl with a bad chain, defense. Terry McLaurin, Pat Fairmouth, and your New England defense. Okay, let's see if Who's Max can games? do better with our final five teams. Max, here we go. All the pressure in the world on you. Don't mess this up, buddy, because this gives you bragging rights on Alvin for you know you know in the NFL better than him, and he played football. So the stakes are high for you, my friend. Okay, your first team, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm taking Josh Jacobs. That's okay. That's smooth. That's smooth. That's real smooth. I should okay. take defense, but I'll take Josh Jacobs. Nah, you cool with that? I like Max okay. Crosby. The Philadelphia Eagles. What? Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna take AJ Brown. That's a good. Yeah, pick. I like that. He had like eight games in a row or something over a hundred yards or 125 yards and a touchdown as well. Stupid. He's yeah. He's having a yeah. heck of a season. Okay. The Minnesota Vikings. You got quarterback, tight end, and defense left. Um, I just have to take TJ Hawkinson. Ooh. That's yeah. that's the right yeah. answer there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, your next one. You're left with quarterback and defense. 
Oh, and, and looking at the last two, there's one right answer to this, and there's one wrong answer to this, for My sure. My hands are sweaty. <laughs> to overtake lying. Alvin, all right? Because right now your teams are kind of neck and neck. My hands are clammy. It's like I'm, I'm so it's nervous. Like I'm you are clam nation, baby. I'm losing next to my seventh grade crush right now. That's how clammy I am. Okay, there's a right <laughs> answer and a wrong answer, but I can't tell you the fifth team after, until fine. I tell you the fourth team, okay? No, I know. I, I understand. So this could get really bad really fast, all right? Yeah. You have quarterback and defense left. Your next team yep. is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm just going to have to take Baker Mayfield, even though I gave him a lot of crap this year. It's not been terrible. actually been doing all right. Yeah. It's not terrible. I, I, I just think the defense just isn't there comparatively. Max, personally, I think that was the right answer. Let's go. That's the right answer. What's the because defense? your final team is your defense, and they are the Cleveland Browns, the number one defense in the league right now, tied with the Baltimore Ravens. Miles Garrett, baby, bring me the chip. Miles Garrett, bring me the chip. Oh, sweet. So you finalize with yeah, Baker that's, that's Mayfield that, yeah. as your quarterback, Josh Jacobs as your running back, AJ Brown as your wide receiver, TJ Hawkinson as your tight end, and your defense is Cleveland. Team. Alvin finishes bad. with his quarterback as Mahomes. His running back is A-Chain. His wide receiver is Terry McLaurin. His tight end is Pat Furmuth. And his defense is New England. Obviously, Alvin beat you with the quarterback there. Running no, back, obviously, yeah. A-Chain is having a better year than A.J. Browns. Brown. But then Max runs you with the, the wide Browns, receiver, yeah. tight end, and the defense. Yeah. Max, hey, you are the winner, baby. Congratulations. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, thank you, Danny. Massive. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Alvin. And Max, congrats on your one win all time here on the sports scene. It probably won't ever happen again. And thank you all for tuning in today to the show on iHeartRadio and iHeartRadio Podcast. You all have more sports madness in your life. We'll tune back in on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern time or find us on whatever streaming platform that you use. We're there on every single one of them. And Max can find you on every single one of them because he knows how to use technology. Alvin, a lot of the time, doesn't. Also, please rate, comment, download the show. And next week, we'll be back with a lot more sports talk. So stay tuned. Until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and we'll see you right back here on the sports scene with Jesse O, presented by First Bet.